Hi everyone, uh, welcome to the fourth episode of The Barber Shop. Uh, it's a special episode because it was in fact the first one that we shot uh, with Rohit Kapoor. Um, Rohit is a dear friend of mine um, and was actually my client when I was at McKinsey. He was the CEO at Max Healthcare for many years uh, and then went on to take multiple roles at OYO uh, where at, in his last role he was a global chief marketing officer as well as the India CEO. <clears throat> when we shot the episode, Rohit was transitioning out of OYO and moving to uh, become CEO at, uh, at, at Swiggy Food Marketplace. Uh, but this episode will talk about his journey up till that point. So hope you have a good time and enjoy it. Thank you. Welcome Rohit to the barbershop. Thank you. Thank you Shantanu. Delighted to be here. Looking forward to it. So, uh, <clears throat> court case against uh, the West Bengal government is a 20 year old a day before your exams. <laughs> <laughs> Dive right in. <laughs> Dive right in. I would like to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so uh, early, early 20s, I think. Uh, this was second year of college and West Bengal has this very uh, unique system where after two years, you actually can become a graduate technically and third year is honours. Right. So, for some strange reason, uh, some of my doing, some of environment uh, was debarred from taking the exams and then tried a bunch of tricks. I think uh, I joined a political party, the local student union. The only interest they had in me was I could speak Hindi well <laughs> and they needed somebody to sort of uh, talk in Hindi and give speeches in Hindi. That didn't work. So, this is all like, so like, this is July and your university exams are in March, right? So, you feel that, ho jayega thik. like this is gonna sort out, sort it out and so, wo kia. we went on hunger strike for a few days, still nothing happened, nobody listened to us. Then finally, I think just a month or two before the exam, um, some of us, seven, eight of us decided that this, this can't be this way. And um, so we said, we'll go and find a case in court asking for relief. So we filed a case, seven of us. And it was called Rohit Kapoor versus State of West Bengal because the government college. So technically it's against the government, right? Although it was just not meant to be that way. So we uh, filed the case and I remember what happened there was for some strange reason, uh, there was some dispute in court that time in, uh, in the high court, Calcutta high court and uh, the bar went on strike which meant that no lawyer will represent us. The court's functioning, judges are coming but no lawyer will come and as a, f my name was first as a plaintiff, right? So I could go and argue the case technically and I was, was exactly 21 I think that time and said no option, exam is coming up so went and fought the case. And uh, I don't think it was any merit of my arguments, but <laughs> in general, the education bench takes a lenient view on uh, people's career, education, etc. We won and uh, that's how we appeared for the exam and that, that court order got extended to everyone impacted. Okay. So, it was hell of a six, seven months. <laughs> so, my um, university admit card still has under court's order written on it. Are you serious? I'm serious. We got the admit card like a day before ah. uh, the final exams took the admit card and no actually on the day of the exam we got it and we took the admit card in the morning and ran to the exam center literally ran and still we were a few minutes late we wrote the first exam but when, every time i've kind of heard about your story um uh, and you've told it to me multiple times yourself a uh, very non unique path through college um, to to mckinsey where we met uh, what i didn't know by the way was that uh, at the age of 15 while dating someone else you had an epiphany that there is another person who you actually wanted to marry. Yeah. Ex yeah. Explain, explain all the 
हाई रोलर बेट्स दैट यू हैव मेड ऑफ दिस नेचर एंड वेयर दैट कम्स फ्रॉम नहीं यार ये दिस वॉज नो हाई रोलर बेट नहीं था ये बहुत अच्छा बेट रहा बिकॉज शी स्टिल माई पार्टनर आफ्टर लाइक थर्टी टू ईयर्स राइट सो येस यू नो इट वॉज दिस स्टेज ऑफ लाइफ यू सोट ऑफ मीट पीपल ऑफ द अपोजिट सेक्स यू गेट सिंग हाँ दिस इज गोइंग टू बी माई लाइफ पार्टनर एंड देन यू दैट लास्ट ऑफ थ्री वीक्स राइट सो आई आई फर्स्ट इट वॉज इट वॉज अ बिट ऑफ अ फिल्मी मोमेंट आई मस्ट से बिकॉज आई गॉन्ट टू माई फ्रेंड्स प्लेस एंड शी वॉज हर फ्रेंड एंड शी जस्ट कम फ्रॉम आसनसोल which is a small town in bengal close to calcutta and she opened and she was wearing this red dress and i saw her yeah this is it this is a person <laughs> I, i want to marry very filmy huh? when i was 15 and i had this yamaha bike i was i, was, I used to weigh like 47 kg something read then uh, but i this uh, yamaha rx 100 which was there with me so i i thought i was cool because of that it was completely not true <laughs> i realized much later uh, yeah and then we met a few times and i started like um Uh, sort of we started dating we ma- we dated for like 7 years yeah. then we got married when i was 22 wow I was 22 and half she was 22 there was no choice i think she was a p- from a panju family 22 was already getting late for marriage etc so they kar lete hain i got engaged when i was in college i had no job wow like, tell uh, me about that chat with your with your with your then <laughs> to, to be father in law where it's quite, it was quite where, interesting <laughs> so so you spoken to sonia at length it looks like ha huh? so uh, बेसिकली आस्ट मी क्वेश्चन सही तुम करोगे क्या तुम तो नौकरी नहीं करते हो तो ऐसे फिर आपको ऐसा डाउट है तो आपकी लड़की से शादी नहीं करनी मेरे को राइट बेटा तुम तो मैं सच में नौकरी नहीं करते तुम तो ऐसे तो उसमें डाउट क्या है मैं तो करूंगा ना बाद में लाइक सो आई हैड नो आइडिया मतलब कि थर्ड ईयर कॉलेज मतलब नॉट इवन अपेट फॉर वन इंटरव्यू राइट एनी बट कॉन्फिडेंस थोड़ा था उसमें पता ही कहाँ से आया था सो या दैट वॉज अ वेरी वेरी सिली मोमेंट इन माई लाइफ बट इट यू नो वेन थिंग्स वर्कआउट इट ऑल साउंड लाइक ग्रेट If I had ended up like completely in the dumps, it just sounded all horrible shit. Like, yeah. yeah. And now Sonia is in the world of entrepreneurship. Talk about that a little bit, like COVID, <laughs> and then of course we'll come to what what you were doing during COVID, given yeah. your Max and yeah. Oreo combination. But yeah. having someone start a business yeah. uh, and then supporting that. Talk so about that so bit. she's uh, very passionate about environment sustainability and. she got it from her dad her dad actually was a teacher in terms of plants ecosystem everything he was a bank manager but just natively knew the stuff right um so first 6 7 years pre covid she was actually doing it for the the sector and the society where we lived in uh, and i had been pushing her saying why don't you start something like you just do good at it so she started 2 years back i think it's uh, one of these uh, situations where everything that we have, we tell founders and startup people to do she doesn't do that i <laughs> promise you i'll give you examples she has no website right she has a handle which is you know insta which is followed by two people which is me and my son actually <laughs> right because she doesn't post anything there right uh, she doesn't have a business whatsapp account uh, so everything that you sh- is a standard toolkit of developing a business is absent right she's chock a block with work right it's pure word of mouth right pure word of mouth there's more work than she can handle today all the time every day uh, evening the conversation is i'm going to shut shop tomorrow bahut ho gaya right and next day she'll say acha wo do client aur aaye hain main ye wala project chalu kar rahi hu ye kar rahi hu wo kar rahi hu so we tell ha ha band kar do kal band kar do we you know it'll just her venting uh, like a hot hard day in the sun and she's out in the sun practically 12 hours in the seat also so some things which i have seen which i can learn right is just 
a pure love for what you do right pure love it's it's is just pure unadulterated love it's what drives it first everything is follows right uh, and second is i think client satisfaction at a very different level so for example i tell you if a, if in panchil and real incident if somebody calls and say ye plant na thoda jhuk raha hai kala ho raha hai she'll go 25 kilometers next day personally right and check out that plant right it's insane right but i think what it does and this she does because she just wants it to be right what it does is that person goes and tells 10 other people the same story right and she'll get calls from all of them saying ki aap hamara kaam kar dijiye she's running right now backlog for i think 3 months right wow. like if if you ask her to do a project today she'll say please allow me like 2 months time to start right but it's zero marketing that's incredible <laughs> and she started this like 2 years back 2 years back yeah and what prompted that like it was just something that it was just me uh, me telling her that you need to structure it and get it going because you just know the stuff just do it she was then you doing pro bono a bunch of stuff around the society i said bahut demand hai so you know the segment is total gap keep there's this nursery and malis and there's a professional landscapers in between let's say if you have to get your balcony done in your house and you don't know how to do it there's not much available in terms of expertise it's a huge market it's a landscaping i think somebody told me i don't have the stats myself is like a some market in 20 30 billion dollars total india india yeah what are you saying yeah yeah wow wow that's incredible that's so incredible. it's it's some large number yeah, it, even if i'm off by 100% doesn't matter <laughs> it's 100% unorganized practically so wow that's amazing that's but coming to coming to entrepreneurship and uh, just just uh, wanted to kind of go deeper in you've done like a lot of angel investments and you're uh, you know obviously or you work at one of the marquee um, marquee startups of the last decade which has kind of obviously become huge um but of course you you I miss Bombay shaving for example I uh, talk about uh, that <laughs> but why did later, that not later, happen later because you get upset about a feedback i gave you that's why <laughs> no no i didn't get upset about the feedback i think by the way on that front right I think the feedback you gave is exactly what we ended up doing, but uh, many but years. My ago. learning was that people do entrepreneurs climb their own mountains. Correct. You should let them, <laughs> as long as they have strong, hard muscles to climb it. That's all. No, but tell uh, tell me about um, tell me about your investing thesis. Um, what kind of founders you look for? Um, wh- what kind of investments you've made? Yeah. So very keep it very simple. I, I think just three or four things, and one is extremely founder and team led, more than idea led. Um, are the people if i know what first degree or second degree of separation who are going to give the all to what because see india mein danda to banega matlab kya when people say kya risky hai risky isliye kyunki shayad kuch kiya nahi theek se isliye risky hai india mein bahut bada market hai we are at the cusp of a very very different wave of growth and evolution to wo to macro is set for us always now question is the founder team ability to attract people uh second is a little bit i remain conservative on saying ki if it is a overheated segment fomo pe nahi karna uh, rather i like for example today am i i am very interested in clean tech sustainability because i think that is now starting up what d2c was 4 years back what b2b was 4 years back is sustainability is today right there's no way large companies are not going to get created they are going to get created so take a little bit of contra bets in terms of uh, um the macro industries 
uh, and third is uh, just little bit conservative on check size i don't make but i i keep only the money which i completely disappears i'll be disappointed but not broken right to say that if you lose money you will not be disappointed is not not true right uh, everybody who loses money is ultimately disappointed little bit right at least um utna hi hai ye teen simple cheeze hain and um from post investment the only thing is that if the i'm very hands off i, I don't interfere um the, the last time somebody shut shut shop i actually said the food one message and probably wine bottle along with it uh, because it's it's a very hard thing to do yeah. building companies just incredibly hard the last thing you want is the angel like giving you gyan which frankly you don't care about but if somebody reaches out help is always available yeah. would you uh, connect uh, <clears throat> connect patterns in the successful businesses that you have invested in at a founder level like what have you seen them do consistently well commonly across or have they been completely different flashes no yeah actually there is some common patterns i'll say right one is extremely dhande wala as opposed to extremely big picture yeah right extremely dhande wala um and i don't mean in a bad way i mean in a very good way market mein hai samajhte hain logo se baat karte hain economics samajh mein aata hai consumer kya chahta hai samajh mein aata hai very basic stuff nothing no rocket science but very very hard to sort of understand and and do uh second is they have ability to build good teams it's just people who attract better people right around them and very large heart to share because initially sharing is not that easy when you don't have so much of it yourself right jiske paas hota hai wo to sab de sakta hai jiske nahi hota jo deta hai that is sharing right um or third is i think they constantly evolve right uh i think they are very very high on context low on baggage right i think those are the three things i have seen which work talk more about the sharing bit like um are you talking about when it's like a sub 10 member team like bootstrapped underfunded and kind of trying to figure out pmf correct correct look there are two ways to attract people at that side one is the what is called startup enthusiast i have don't idea what that means what is a startup enthusiast like if working 14 15 hours a day in a very bad office with very low facilities having poor coffee startup enthusiast kyun karega koi aapke liye aisa kaam right to wo startup enthusiast mein ko bahut dar lagta hai right ki matlab aap industry enthusiast ho sakte ho sports enthusiast startup enthusiast kya hota hai right so that time it is entirely the person is taking a bet on kisi ka chehra dekh ke ki ye founder hai isne bola hai मैं कुछ बना रहा हूँ तो आप मेरे साथ आओ आपका कुछ अच्छा होगा ब्रॉडली राइट तो वहाँ पे एक्विटी शेयर करना आई एल से इवन बींग जेनरस विथ सैलरी इंक्रीमेंट्स इनिशियली विद दोज पीपल बिकॉज दे आर द वंस हुव टेकन द मोस्ट एक्सट्रीम बेट नेक्स्ट टू द फाउंडर राइट उसके बाद जब कंपनी बन जाती है तो बहुत लोग आ जाते हैं राइट वेन दैट इज अ नॉर्मल गेम ऑफ सेंग मार्केट डिमांड सप्लाई मिसमैच जो भी है वेज वेजेज एट्सेट्रा तो आई थिंक दैट दे आर फाउंडर्स शेयर अ लॉट मोर राइट एंड हु गो कॉन्ट्रा एडवाइस फॉर एग्जाम्पल क्लासिकल एडवाइस जैसे कि बहुत ज्यादा डायल्यूट मत करो इस सब पुल बड़ा मत बनाओ राइट क्यों दे रहे हो कोई और मिल जाएगा आई थिंक दैट्स जस्ट डजेंट वर्क इन द लॉन्ग रन बिकॉज इट डजेंट ब्रीड द काइंड ऑफ वननेस द काइंड ऑफ ओनरशिप दैट पीपल वॉन्ट टू हैव यू हैव टू बी वेरी जेनरस विथ 
what you have and the toughest is because you don't know what the value exact value of that generosity is at that point in time it could be nothing it could turn out to be a billion dollars at some day right in the future as if you take the top 3 stars in the world somebody would have uh, exited with that probability right and at when they were given it was worth 100 dollars maybe correct and I, i think one of the examples that come to mind on all three right where you're saying just founders who are tremendously good at understanding the market and dhandewala second is um being able to uh, uh share and third is being able to evolve is 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 ashish and ruchi uh, oh absolutely so tell me about that story because that is from outside and i've never like i i only heard about off business hmm. uh you know and met him at events and or hmm. met ruchi at events uh but five pivots just constantly headwinds which their competitors were unable to survive but these guys were just ruthless executors at the same time like best in class attrition and loyal loyal a loyal management which kind of just just powered that that engine like crazy yeah, so just yeah. talk about the yeah. journey a little bit because so ashish is a classmate first of all from b school so i know him for now 16 years ruchi was uh joined from same b school i was a, i think i was a first manager in mckinsey oh really uh, yeah yeah so we do have a relationship which goes back a decade and a half uh but i see i've seen them both evolve from that point to now like completely very different individuals and in a very good way right uh so i think what they have done is fairly fairly unique from a i think talent management standpoint i think that's the core of it uh a both are very complementary in the their skill sets um preferences um attitude what they're good at very complementary it's almost like you take the yin and the yang and put it together right um second is i think from a talent standpoint the level of homegrown talent they have built and the system they have built around it right hiring from uh, campuses continuously um not always top tier but even the next year putting them in jobs which are like very serious pnl roles right and almost like building a cohort saying this cohort has graduated which means that they have now become this and now the next cohort comes in now and what happens is i have seen them even the other co-founders these guys push them to say in a way you are now like out of your job right because we are good enough to do it <laughs> and that though they have won and created further value by saying okay i don't need to do this now let me go and open up this unit and this vertical and grow it big from there and that magically over the next one year and year and half but that becomes something large so it's uh, it's fascinating to see them how they built it and last is just the demand on performance uh, not in a bad way but in a cultured sort of a way saying ki everybody is accountable for performance i am as a founder accountable you are accountable everybody is accountable and there is a lot of connect so the suppliers etc wo sab ghuse rehte hain usme right i think their understanding of what the business and hence their ability to understand what is working and what is not working and take very timely calls on pivots is phenomenal i think it's a very very good team out there it's ashish and ruchi of course are the face of it but if you talk to bhuvan nitin several others vasant and probably 50 more people in this company in that company you'll find them very very impressive people what i find amazing about off business is their ability to pivot despite size of business yeah so whether it's a 10 member and by the way we've tried it at bombay shaving company even like small directional changes is like titanic changing the yeah. direction which for us honestly should not be the case because we are not really that sizable but just it's not just decisions it's also 
a consequence of over communication to a large number of people changing the style of decision making for a certain set of things changing measurement uh, and okrs for a team or 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 multiple teams there's a lot of complexity that comes with directional strategic change in an organization i always find it very impressive when founders of large companies are able to change direction like ola for example right to go from ride hailing to electric vehicles as a strategic capital uh, deployment move i don't know how they like by the i do feel in, in automotive it's happening a lot but in public business it's kind of easier because you you always have cash balances to kind of move and invest and pilot and see so you seeing hero and bajaj and all of them do it but for a startup to do it i find it even a startup that's you know worth 5 billion dollars or 10 billion i think it's it's quite insane how how ashish and ruchi are able to do it yeah i think balls down to sort of uh, a team which is fairly aligned across at least the top 50 100 people on the need to be need to pivot and why of it they are very clear on the why of it it's it's never top downs we're saying that we have decided hence it is the why is very clear right it's a very logical why based conversation and that helps because then people say acha ha theek hai karna hai karenge because this makes sense right that's the thing right i uh, and i mentioned over communication because i think the biggest issue with communication is the illusion that it has happened and i i see that here a lot right in a team of four people five people six people we keep discussing the same things and you assume that the larger organization is aligned and you might say it in a town hall or you might say it in a couple of reviews and assume that the severity of the change is clear but one or two months later you realize that status quo has 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 yeah. remained yeah. and like you lugosner like um, the mckinsey partner who went on to have IBM. ibm elephants can dance that's what he says that you just have to keep at it even if it is just constantly saying the same thing like a broken record to change even on on sharing like this is an area where i'm kind of shantu on this one huh? sorry i think there is a there is old i think kabir ka tha kiska tha yaad nahi hai uska ek line thi nindak paase rakhiye keep your critics close to you it it was a slightly different connotation why it was said but i think in in the our context it it is almost necessary right look we love eco chambers all of us right we love our thoughts to come back to us and it 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 makes you sleep well at night saying ki ha maine jo socha sahi socha char logo ne aur bhi bola ki maine sahi socha right i all good i think that is where communication breaks because what happens let's let's do this live right? town hall kiya aapne uske baad aap char logo se puchte how is the town hall right char logo bolte bahut set tha bahut badhiya tha ye tha wo tha aapne bola chalo yaar humne socha tha ye message dena hai ye message diya aur ye to land bhi kar gaya fantastic right बट फ्रेंकली जो चार लोगों से पूछा वो आपका टाउन हॉल ही ऑर्गेनाइज कर रहे थे टिपिकली राइट उनको भी लगता है अच्छा हुआ ऐसा झूठ नहीं बोल रहे उनको अच्छा लगा क्योंकि काफी लोग आए बट आई थिंक वट आई फाउंड वेरी पावरफुल आई नेवर कॉल देम आई कॉल सम बी डी मैनेजर ऐसे अभी तुमने टाउन हॉल अटेंड किया था हाँ क्या समझा हुआ था क्या हुआ वहां से ना पांच लोगों को फोन कर समझ में आया था कि ये हुआ क्या क्योंकि टाउन हॉल तो उसके लिए था ना right i think that has allowed me at least to calibrate communication simplicity language every time we think we are communicating in a simple way think again it can be simpler think again it can be simpler think again it can be simpler right it is absolutely there's no need for complicated communication that's something which i really really uh very passionate about i think we just overcomplicate stuff and people don't get it yeah 
But making things simpler is so difficult. So have you heard, you must have heard of that Winston Churchill story, right? He wanted to write a note to I think a head of state of another country, right. I think Italy or France. Um, I think during World War II mm. or just after, ah. uh, where the Allies had to kind of come up with the final plan of moving on from 1945, and he wrote um, he wrote to uh, and he started it by saying, "Hi, um, I wanted to write you a short note on XXX, but I didn't have the time." So here's a long one instead. Yeah. So I, it's it's very hard. You you're absolutely right. And oftentimes you you articulate more and communicate less. less. And it just it's it's one of those vicious circles. But the Churchill right. is one of my favorite characters in Wit. Yeah. I mean, there's a book on the Wit of Winston Churchill. Have you read it? No, I haven't. It is fantastic. It's the best book you can ever read. So I remember. Um, uh, a, a snippet from there some lady uh, said was very upset with churchill and uh, he she told churchill that if if you were my husband um i will poison your tea or something like that <laughs> and uh, he goes like and ma'am if you were my wife i'll actually drink it <laughs> <laughs> i think the level of uh, british humor is very very yeah, up there but even even now if you see the india england series you hear David Gower or Nasser Hussain or any of the British folks. I think their their subtle ability to self-deprecate <laughs> that is very very um, outstanding. I think uh, from a humor and wit standpoint, it's the Woodhouse syndrome, right? Like it, I think sort of, yes, the ability yes, to yes. kind of be self-deprecatory yeah. and and kind of really really self-deprecate and, and be subtle about it. Yeah. That's it lands beautifully. Yeah. That kind of humor yeah. lands. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, but coming back to um, <clears throat> sharing, right? And I think. Startups have been ha- operate on a spectrum from notorious to extraordinarily generous and right, you know. And I don't think even now there is a real standard correct answer on what an ESOP or a compensation policy for a company at stage X could look like. So this is it. All comes down to board judgment, founder judgment. And honestly, the value and moral fabric of the founder. And I wish that, like, for example, in your investees or companies that you work with, um, where do you think it lands in terms of fairness? Where do you genuinely find that sweet spot of risk reward at different stages? And how, like, how do you think about that? And how do you advise founders on that? For example, hey, look, I, I think it's, there's a huge variation, but I like to just walk away a little bit. From the concept that sharing is ESOP, hmm. right? Sharing Same is opportunities. Way. ESOP is one part of it. Okay. So financial outcomes is one part of it. <clears throat> Let's say you're going if so this the kid you've hired who's great in finance, you're going for an investor meeting. You take him along. Needs to be proven. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what they he's joined for, no? Yeah. Because if he joined a large corporation, he'll get that opportunity eight years later, right? He's joined for that. So that's that's sharing. That's sharing of that opportunity, right? Of learning something which you're also learning, by the way, right? And being confident that at least the guy will sit quietly and not screw up, right? Or that like girl who's, who's joined to learn something. I think sharing means a, lo- a lot more than just financial. It, it is not just learning. It's a, it's not like it, it's not like a favor. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is lots of responsibility out there. I think the first 10-15 people you have in your company are your apprenticeships. It is an apprenticeship model. Correct. Are you following that dharma or not? And with 
with that a part of it is financial as well right and i think financial nobody has the right answer one should but if i have to give you an answer i said if i were to work up in a risk ultimately what are you adjusting for let's be brass tacks about it you are adjusting for risk and reward always right yes so here the risk is much higher reward in the near term is much lower often than alternate opportunities <coughs> right but in a five year time frame you should be confident able to say if we do well together you will be 3 to 4x better than financially than what you have been in a standard situation and that standard situation not so hard to define correct let's say apne lete na we both went to the same institution correct. if you joined a mckinsey from college 5 saal ka financial outcome is is reasonably transparent transparent right correct. it's not like anybody who's been there will tell you within 10 plus minus 10% correct if that kid leaves and joins should be 5x that or 4x that if it works out doesn't work out doesn't work out right correct i think those are the simple ways to think about it rather than and back calculate from there saying what hence what should be the grant now uh, etc yeah. you absolutely right i think there are three ways um what are, what have you done by the way ha ha there are three, at, at what we try to do uh, i think the intent is there how successful we are is 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 up for debate um but i think the intent is to do it up on three three axes right axis number one is quantifiable currency which is esops which is net worth in x years in in 3 to 5 years should be 3 to 5 times what your net worth would have been had you been a high performer in your current role so baseline financial and then kind of make that exactly what you said correct second is um slightly more difficult to measure which is what kind of person you will be in the market at the 3 to 5 year point so if you are joining as a marketer mm. and if you were a marketer elsewhere in 3 to 5 years where you would be in your organization is one thing how how hireable are you in the industry for what role is a different thing so for us and that's what they say in mckinsey right every year is four years of growth so we try to do the same thing every year here because of just the rigor um agility uh and adversity the the muscle flex for adversity that you build working in a environment like this prepares you for कि तुम यहां पे रहोगे तीन चार साल तो तुम्हारा दस साल का जंप होगा करियर में ब्रॉडली एंड पीपल टुडे थिंक अबाउट अ थर्टी फाइव ईयर करियर एज सेवन फाइव ईयर करियर और सिक्स सिक्स ईयर करियर ब्रॉडली राइट मेक सेंस सो वी आर सेइंग यू विल स्किप वन करियर यू वोट नीड टू डू द नेक्स्ट सिक्स ईयर यूल डू टू करियर्स हियर इफ यू स्टे लॉन्ग इनफ एंड डू वेल एंड देन द वे टू जज इट इज नो वे टू जज इट बिकॉज इट दिस नॉट समथिंग विच यू कैन क्वांटिफाई द वे वी ट्राई टू जज इट इज टू से आफ्टर एवरी टू थ्री ईयर्स collectively you and i both will go into the market and say hey what kind of role are you actually getting you are a star person at bombay shaving company running digital marketing hmm. or you are heading supply chain and procurement for a complex fmcg portfolio here we hired you from a quality assurance lab where you were x right so now what kind of job will you get let's together go out into the market and just see and connect to a few founders connect to a couple of investors and then there is very easy triangulation to say ki theek hai my market even though i may want to leave may not want to leave and sometimes we have see people so we kind of second them to colgate or second them to racket and kind of get them to do an experience which is large organization and for younger companies like us sometimes talent is the center of gravity of talent towards high potential low pedigree is higher because that's the way you kind of Correct. you that that that's what you can afford yeah uh, but we want to pull that center of gravity through rigor to to the right side right and i think just testing for it regularly 
is something that we try to do. I don't know how successful we are. I think we could ask some of the people in the room uh, as to how successful we are at it, uh, or we want to do it more. But you're also a young organization. You're like five, seven years old. Correct. And we realize that when we when we see companies like Colgate and Rickett, 200 plus years legacy institutions that have outlasted uh, people. People. And I actually wanted to talk to you about that, right? <clears throat> that entrepreneurs today, um, and even Jeff Bezos, for example, says, right, the most successful company in 2030 hasn't been born yet. So the ability to kind of uh, uh, to say that you can quickly ramp up is very high. So entrepreneurs are going for the juggler and swinging for the fences from day one. And a lot of it has led to a build and flip um, kind of um, uh, DNA. Uh, as opposed to, for example, organizations in India that have, look at the IT industry, for example, the bedrock of growth for us for, yeah. through the 90s. Change the fortune of our country. Completely, right? That bedrock was an institution building. Whether you look at Mr. Kohli, uh, Mr. Ramdurai, Narayan Murthy, Shivnath, anyone, anyone who kind of built out. So many names, sir. The Mahindras. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were on institution building. Institution was more important than person. Country was more important than institution. Do you feel like that is, we are kind of lost on that and it's, there is an over capitalism uh, of, of Indian entrepreneurship. Just how much we celebrate funding round, for example, is a very clear proxy for it, right? Um, because you are, what do you really celebrate? What do you really celebrate? In that the fact that your bank suddenly has 100 crores in it. But you're not, cash comes at a multiple of one, no? So it's not, it's not like you have really created value. You just raised certain money and if you are celebrating that and people get people get wired by that psyche so one of the things i worry about to be very honest is mm-hmm. are we really building institutions or are we really are we building assets to sell and i am in the world of brands where it is very easy to it's very it's very like those assets are sold quite often yeah, yeah. so so look i think um, first of all there are not that many examples of successful sales in indian startup ecosystem very few, in fact, of people who built a company and sold it. If I, you and I sit down, half an hour, we'll write down everything, practically. Uh, same with brands. Not yet there. But brands are not, that size hasn't been reached. Even in D2C or FMCG kind of, the size is required for the brand to be valuable on its own to be sold. Right? So, I think even if people are thinking in that direction, the proof is not there. Correct. Right? Now, in terms of institution building, I think, and then we are asked to make two separate points. Institution building, second is a hype around it. Hype around funding, etc. I think there are slightly different points. On institution building, look, after 30 years, if you look at anything, it's very easy to paint that picture in a very definitive way. But if you are in 93, looking at the IT companies, were you clear they were building institutions? I don't have no idea. Was this chatter amongst the traditional companies then that these these are new kids in the block? Are they doing it the right way? Probably some questions were being asked. I don't know, right? So it is being in that moment. So today Amazon is seen as an institution. It's a, it's a 30 year old, 35 year old company, something like that, right? All the fan companies are roughly vintage 25, 30 years. They're not startups anymore by any stretch of imagination. Correct. I don't know why we label them as such at all. It's still day zero. It's still day zero. That's why. It's day zero by intent. But it's frankly, these are large corporations, right? As large as they get. So, so I think everybody at some point post-facto rationalizes and says, I was building an institution. If you got there. 
if you didn't go there there's nothing much to speak about in any case uh and what does building institution mean i think that's also important i think it is about creating a company which is high on performance and health right i think i worry about the health aspects being not as attended to in the pursuit of performance led by mismatch of capital being put in in terms of timelines and timing it's purely that like for example i know in healthcare being there none that it requires patient capital aap hospital daloge wo lagta hai saath saath usko break even karne mein you force that pace it has certain consequences you don't want to force the pace you get the right kind of capital in so build any business which is being built with capital which does not match the horizon of the business building is unlikely to result in institution being built it's as simple as that but that's not that that's wisdom that is that is hard to land ah, because you do, when you when you have choices you can make these choices you always keep betting saying let me make this choice now i'll get there and make that choice when i can yeah. this is also fair i think look i'm talking in a perfect scenario what works but life is all about making imperfect choices as they present themselves to you right uh, but genuinely the struggle comes there saying what is the and i'm assuming intent is right now on the hyper on fundraise etc frankly um, one has to be careful right and this is a message to founders i think being a founder is not being a star no if i wanted to be a star this bollywood this tollywood this multiple <laughs> other places uh but being a founder is extremely serious sponsor i think a, 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 look initially it makes sense because frankly anything which is free in terms of marketing publicity is dollar saved in the company no correct right so i totally get it right a lot of it makes sense initially because it, you have to sort of you are using every trick in the book to sort of be out there and be known right be known as a company the founder the product and often it's the same in the initial stages that i totally get i think it's a fairly legit we are doing it right but then i think once you start riding that tiger please remember you are riding the tiger yeah right you have no option of getting off it Agreed. and you cannot say the media is fantastic when they are celebrating and they are very very sort of problematic when they are asking tough questions is the same person at the end of the day and there i think three four things just help one stay direct authentic what you see what you get forever it may have short term consequences huge long term gains right i think treat every professional deal including media as responsible professionals who are not fools right you can't spin it around them right they get it they are very smart people right and and respect that fact and third is you know just like i worry when i see statements like we will be the next amazon right when you are like sub 10000 dollars in revenue <laughs> uh it is great but do you really want to put it out there at this point in time and have people question you even if you go to 100 million dollars people say acha aapka koi kuch hua hi nahi bole kyun nahi hua bole aapne to amazon banenge abhi to aap 100 million pe ho to it must be really shit situation for you right you have just created trouble for yourself all around you right unnecessary matlab आप सौ पे पहुंचो उसके बाद बोलना जो बोलना है इतनी जल्दी बोलने का क्या है 
struggles is marrying investor expectation or shareholder expectation which is private in nature you're you're a private returns business till you go public yeah. and private returns are very different for all your shareholders you don't have a standard windows are different fund pressures time when the game is different and you're right some businesses just have natural gestation periods brand in my view is a natural gestation period yeah. technology not so much demand supply ladder not so much brand absolutely because you need a certain amount of time for consumers to get to know then try then like Word of then mouth, fall in love itself all kinds of stuff yeah but you for for example some founders there was a founder in food i don't i forget who it was but changing the way india eats for example and it's a pre-seed business and i just feel that if you if you aim for something that audacious अरे मैं अपनी मम्मी का को तो बता नहीं पाएगी मेरे को कुछ और खाना है उनको जो पसंद आता है वही बनाती हूँ राइट बीस साल हो गए कहाँ से इंडिया को चेंज करेंगे हम खाने कालंपिक्स खेलने जाऊंगी ना पापा इट्स नॉट इफ आई प्ले दिक्स so to be sometimes you have to build it in your head and that's okay but building in your head and bringing it to your tongue are two different things that's ek rahim ka do hai rahiman jeeva bhavari keh jaat raspatal aap to kahe bhitar jaat juti khat kapal which means that the tongue is a very uh, interesting uh, organ it says whatever it has to then it goes inside the consequences are born by head somebody juta marta hai aapko to sar pe lagta hai jeep ko nahi lagta so um, i think that's that's it i think one has to be very careful especially if you are more visible you have to be more careful yeah i think one of the things when when i became an entrepreneur um and left mckinsey uh nosher in fact asked me hmm. that index the following three in terms of importance to you long term money slash wealth power slash access and fame slash popularity and um put your mckinsey career on these three axes let's say you do as well as you you want to do and where you are going and are is there a difference so i i want to ask you like given your career choices wealth slash money power slash access and fame slash popularity and he gave a very similar example right he said wealth money is very clear like entrepreneurship private equity investment banking trading etc like this is where you make a lot of money and the rest don't matter power access is very politics bureaucrat being a bureaucrat etc and fame popularity is more in the eye, eye of the public film stars etc so what you, and in today's world for example content creators uh, um, and the whole youtuber generation of 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 new fame that's coming out where would you like if i would ask you this yeah. question and has it changed over as, time over time yeah Look, Nasher is is fantastic. So very hard to disagree with him. Um, but I have a slightly different frame of thinking about it. I think a life well led is what I want to think of much more, right? And frankly, none of these are variables I plan for, which is fame or power or money, right? Money is I plan for actually. Of the three, if you ask me, what I plan for is money, but not the other two. a life well led is at the end of if if i'm you know 6 70 75 80 if i have 
if i can travel to any part of the city have friends there and people i have influence and work with and people i have i've been influenced by i'm sorted right it's as simple as that there's nothing more complex that i want to achieve in life it could be friends could be relatives could be anyone could be family i think let's talk about money a little bit because that's a topic where i love to hear your views but uh, i think there there very different views on money and i wo wo the na paisa khuda to nahi pe khuda se kam bhi nahi the only people say money is not important are those who have lots of it right <laughs> and frankly you know i i had a elder brother exactly same birthday wish right tauji ka ladka we share the same birthday right 18 years apart born in the same family uska thesis hi alag tha life mein वो ना बहुत हमारी मिडिल क्लास फैमिली थी पैसे तो थे ही नहीं तो ही यूज टू अर्न अ लिटिल बिट फर्स्ट जॉब तो वो ना उसने यजदी खरीदी फिर वो मतलब शर्ट खरीदी अच्छी लाइक उस समय थान आता था घर पे राइट आई किड यू नॉट तो थान आता तो उसी थान से शर्ट भी बनती थी और लड़कियों का सलवार भी बनता था सेम कपड़ा राइट तो मेरी शर्ट और मेरी दीदी का सलवार और कुर्ता एक ही कपड़े से बनता था राइट उस जमाने में वो भाई साहब कोई अच्छी फैंसी शर्ट पहने घूमते थे हम तो सब एकदम यही है आदमी घर पे उसने मेरे को बोला बहुत पहले कि देखो तो जैसे खर्चा करोगे ना तो कमाना भी सीख लोगे आई एम नॉट एट ऑल एडवोकेटिंग दैट लोन लेके अपनी बाइक खरीदो सब कुछ लोन पे करो वो नहीं बोल रहा हूँ मैं पर हैविंग एन एस्पिरेशन इन लाइफ टू लीड अ लाइफ ए सर्टन वे इज ऑल्सो गुड इट एक्चुअली पुशेज यू टू क्रिएट द अपॉर्चुनिटी इन वेल्थ सो फॉर लास्ट सेक्शन ऑफ पीपल हुई गेटिंग फेट दिस होल एकदम ऐसे जियो सुबह उठो योगा करो ये वाला इतना परसेंट फैट खाओ इतना परसेंट ये खाओ इज टू मच माई माइंड राइट इज जस्ट टू इज क्रिएटिंग दैट एंड आई थिंक इट क्रिएट स्ट्रेस ऑन पीपल बिकॉज दोज हु डोंट फॉलो दिस देन सडनली फील दैट दे डूइंग समथिंग फंडामेंटली रॉन्ग बाई नॉट फॉलोइंग दिस टेम्परेट ऑफ दिस परफेक्ट यू नो चितपावन ब्राह्मण और वट एवर लाइक ह्यूमन बींग एट देर सपोज टू बी राइट वो गलत है मेरे हिसाब से पर वेल्थ से रिलेशनशिप चेंज होती है आपकी लाइफ में एक टाइम होता है सिक्योरिटी होती है राइट वो नेचुरल है बट होपफुली आपकी सक्सेस के साथ और एटलीस्ट मैं जो बोल सकता हूँ मेरे लिए मनी इज ओनली फ्रीडम नथिंग एल्स इट हैज नो अदर वैल्यू इन माई लाइफ एंड फ्रीडम इज टाइम सो मनी इज अ पासपोर्ट टू यूजिंग योर टाइम द वे यू वॉन्ट टू यूज इट द डे यू अराइव एट दैट इक्वेशन money is of value otherwise it's just another variable in your life it's a, it's a commodity that it is out there how much goalpost keeps changing maine bhi bahut baar set kiya hai ek time tha maine bola itna ho jayega to retire kar jaunga fir wo to ho gaya kab ka right fir bola itna ho jayega to ho jayega that keeps changing and i think that's a mental game you play with yourself and justify why you want to be in a certain kind of a hectic situation rather than anything else um but it's it's pure independence but frankly i think uh a life well led with little in the bank when you die is much better than a life poorly led with lots in the bank when you die that's absolutely and, and the unfortunate part is you won't realize it until that you're on your deathbed because you can't solve for it till then right or coming to your sorry coming to your parents generation i i i actually like my father even after retirement 10 years even after i was in a decent job used to worry about taking a cab टैक्सी तो महंगी होती है एंड आई विल हैव टू टेल हिम बाबा पापा ले लो बाबा आप वो बस में जाओगे ना तो मेरे को टेंशन जो होगी दो घंटे वो ज़्यादा है प्रॉब्लम दैट्स हाउ यू नो पीपल्स रिलेशनशिप विद मनी इट्स वेरी पर्सनल एट द एंड ऑफ द डे आई जस्ट गिव यू माई वर्जन ऑफ इट करेक्ट बट एट द एंड ऑफ द डे नीदर मैं प्रिस्क्राइबिंग माई वर्जन एज अ करेक्ट वर्जन 
nor i'm it's very personal but you have to form your peace with money but not get controlled by it i think that's the problem when you're consumed and controlled by money then then it's not helpful it's it's, it's just toxic i and i was actually having a very similar discussion with rahul choudhury right so you're right i think um, i'll come to your point separately but on relationship with money and a question that i have i'm trying to grapple with is is it nurture or nature uh, and to give you an example right my grandmother was widowed at 29 a mother of four children the oldest of which was seven who was my father mm-hmm. and three kids more were younger than that 10th standard pass no education mm-hmm. then you can imagine the next 20 years for them right Tough. like she did her bed went to school 120 rupees a month of salary last four days of the month did not make sabzi the kids just ate roti and achar the youngest daughter who was only two months old when she became a widow was sent off to her sister's place to grow up because she couldn't afford the fourth child but lived lavishly so in summer vacations everyone would come to their home very cognizant of the fact that akka ke paas paise nahi hai lekin wahan ja ke puran puri bahut sahi milti hai and i did not experience this because i was not obviously born then i experienced this when she was she became my grandmom uh, and we were in pune and i used to walk with her to the state bank of india branch to get her 6000 rupee pension every month she was long retired and living with us but woh 6000 rupee ka pension leti thi on the walk back from that branch to our house which is not more than a kilometer and a half she would give a 500 rupee tip to the auto guy who would be her regular guy she would go and buy a 1000 rupee saree in the store which was not a great store but buy it and then gift that saree to a friend who lived in the next building within 12 hours that 6000 rupees had been polished off but she was the happiest human being ki bas and i realized that that's just the way she lives like whatever comes is gone and her wants are not many she just wants to make people happy and live a very simple life which is how she survived happily given very trying circumstances my father is exactly the same obviously a lot more he went to bitspilani was in tcs for 20 years lived in the us for couple of decades was ceo at tech mahindra entrepreneur sold his company so has lived a fairly successful privileged i started off obviously on the backward but built a great career and gave a great life to me and my brother and my mom uh but relationship with money is exactly like my grandma what comes goes and now today when he is sold his business i have to be very careful with him ki you please curtail your philanthropic carelessness i actually call it that because it's embarrassing for me to ask him do you sure you have enough because now it will look like oh so is it is it a burden for you if i'm <laughs> if i'm going i'm like no no i'm it's not that i will absolutely take care of everything whatever i can that's not the point but don't don't be like your mother to a, to an extent where it starts bothering you and i see the opposite in my mom save everything you know and maybe they are like that because they complement each other so i don't know to be honest but i sometimes wonder even though my mom comes from in that generation some kind of privilege both parents government employees very stable jobs rose the ranks comfortable house very like she she lived a good life but she still wants to save every rupee very conscious independent of what the income of the household is and so i i am like my dad my brothers like my mom so we are both very very different yeah. and i because but the environment of growing up is the same so i sometimes wonder whether relationship with money is genetically wired into you no or it's just a f- function of your environment of yes and no i think uh, the fact that at least i can speak for myself is grew up middle class very hard to be profligate very hard i i it's just not me 
like it's uh, uh, I I buy good things, but if you ask me like spend obnoxious amounts on anything, it's just that's not me. Right. So that that of course is is a little bit of uh, nature uh, and comes from. But I think the act of uh, the act of giving actually comes a lot from a wife. And it's been a constant influence. influence. Look, my wife has been my life partner since I was 15. So it's as much uh, nurture, nurture for me yeah. as, as it gets. Uh, she, she's very unique that way. She's almost to the fault that like you described your grandmom. And, so today, uh, let me tell you a story of my happiest moment today. Galeria market ke bahar khade te, just gone there for something. Kid comes, selling pens. Like, must have been 5-6 years old. Just across the road, uh, in front of where the Starbucks was earlier. And then he went and said, orange orange pineapple I bought it for them. You know, I don't think it matters to their life beyond a point, but I think just the fact that you made two kids happy. Right? And you can do that every day for as long as you want. Is money's importance to me, right? Because it's I, it's not material to their life. It doesn't change their life. I get it, right? But it gives them half an hour of happiness, right? Something I can easily do, right? And the more and more we can do that, at least gives me personal happiness. I am not recommending it to anybody because everybody has a different use for money, and it's a very personal equation. But um, beyond a point, jana to pe. The thing with money, at least I think is our generation will become financially free a lot earlier than our parents. Salaries in the 90s, Midlife crisis is coming much earlier. These are midlife crisis events. They are triggered by that. पहली फॉरेन वेकेशन होती थी मिड 30s में अगर हुई तो कभी जिंदगी में राइट या कम से कम 40s में वो सब तो 20 में हो जाता है राइट उसके बाद करो क्या तो मैराथन दौड़ लेते हैं फिर कुछ नहीं होता तो आप हार्ले डेविडसन खरीद लेते हो राइट तो ये सब आई थिंक दीस आर ऑल आई हैव डन दैट टू आई हैव गॉन एंड साइकिल्ड व्हेन आई वाज मनाली टू लद्दाख व्हेन आई वाज व्हाट 43 इट्स क्रेजी बट आई रिमेंबर व्हेन यू डिड दैट बट वन वन पर्सन टोल्ड मी अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग थिंग द the currency of money. You are much younger. Are you already there? Midlife Where? crisis? Haan, haan. For sure. Haan, se? Haan, matlab, it, it, it reflects, right? You've kind of, I think COVID has accelerated a lot of this. It's not, it's not a midlife crisis. It's a perspective crisis. That what is important to you has changed dramatically. What changed Yeah, so. Well, the most fundamental two things. My relationship with my parents. Parents. How? Yeah, so my... Uh, my younger brother is gay, right? So for him to come out to my parents uh, over the last seven years has been a process, more my mom than my dad, plus his distance and being in the United States, uh, plus <clears throat> between the both of us, he was an extraordinarily gifted, in, intel, intelligent That's what guy. That's you told me before, yeah. Right? Just off the charts um, and very sober, nice, no mischief boy. Just, just opposite of you. Completely, right? So uh, uh, for him to kind of do what was deviant hmm. for my mom was very hard to take. Hmm. Um, so, and he has 
gone through his own journey of accepting her lack of acceptance through therapy you know he went on uh, he went through a, a significant phase over the last few years he's much better now um and at the same time being a super productive guy by the way it is very hard to detect that he's going through something when he's belting out papers doing a phd from stanford in record time being a gold medalist at iit bombay teaching at mit and when you're walking a footpath with him he's always singing a classical song so to know that he's not happy inside and there's something going on is very difficult like it it's not symptomatic um so that was going on uh, plus covid you you i think covid made me at least acutely aware of mortality and the fact that my brother is far away my parents are now in their 60s my father is in his late 60s mm. and i live far away and there is now a limited number of times i will probably meet them um so i think for me my relationship with money became key boss on for them the most comfortable thing so they they will not travel economy ever i decided that in covid ki my parents will travel business i don't care i don't care how expensive it is i don't care what where they are flying i don't care i just don't care they will fly business period doesn't matter if i have to break the bank for it and i will work i will work for that to happen i will make a trip to pune and my relationship with my parents is fairly complex like i have been a fairly rebellious child and with my dad is cool with my mom not so much uh, and you know she's a tough person and so on so but that for so sort of midlife crisis for me it is it is that you know i need to live for them a lot more and something which i would honestly like kind of try to take a leaf out of your book on this one keep for you it's very obvious for it i we grew up in the us kind of more independent mm. uh, value system our friends were like that my parents spent a lot of their formative post marriage years there right so they have been shaped in some shape or form obviously four of us live independent lives my mom my dad my brother and i we buy independently like ghar pe ghar gaadi kharidte mom dad my brother and i get to know post facto through a photograph on whatsapp while i've seen other families i'm now now realizing it it's a very big consensus discussion ki gaadi kaun si leni hai color kaun sa hoga everyone kind of gets together it's a process we don't have that ghar pe renovation hua ek saal renovation hua they bought a house they lived there then they sold that house and then they moved back the entire process i was broadly absent financially and otherwise in 2018 i now think boss how the, how the hell did that i let that happen so for me it's become ki i now need to really over index on that part because they're at an age where i can't take them for granted but on the money part tell me a little bit about this mm. numbers like um i think we'll get financially free very quickly depending upon what our bar is and i have a very clear number in my mind i would like to know what your number is or if it is a moving goal post what that number is in terms of liquid net worth net worth what it was so of course you know our very close retired friend who had a clear number which was very public in his blog post wala 10 crore chahiye bank pe 10 crore hoga to 6 lakh ka monthly interest hai more than my expenses by 2x i'm okay yeah clear math inflation adjust adjustment hoga jo hoga but i loved his thinking but if you what so so as i said relationship with money is personal so for me that this is a very private number mm. uh, but let me tell you a fun, fun story ha uh jab calcutta mein tha na pehli job mein ya pehli job ke just pehle i don't remember some somewhere at that time i remember wo hota hai na kafi companies mein jab aapki goal setting karate hain so they say write down what you your memo retirement memo or what you achieved so my retirement memo i had written that uh, having now achieved a monthly salary of 50000 rupees i think i've done everything that i wanted to do something like that that's still there somewhere i'll find it 
so, so that's how moving it is right <laughs> so at 20 at the age of 22 i'd written somewhere that 50000 rupees retirement ke time pe agar monthly salary hogi so i would have really really succeeded as an individual wow it but this is happy. this is when you were 22 so that's like 9 years back no no <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah i'll take it i'll take it I'll take how long back is that but 50000 rupees that that long back is still sizable like uh-huh. i wouldn't say that's a laughable goal i right. do it's think that given how well i was making i think my salary that time was first job was 6 and a half thousand 7000 a month when you were the medical when you were no a that was 4 and a half thousand this was the second job i was in already medical rep was for 4 and a half thousand with 60 and 65 rupees daily allowance but yeah, I think relationship with money is a tricky thing. I think tricky. in entrepreneurs also, there's a concept of fuck you money, right? Where Achha. basically on day one or at some point early in the li- in life, I wish I would have known this before. Early in life, you, if you're able to reach a valuation of 30, 40, 50 million, you do a 2 million exit personally. 40 million, you have million raise 6 million, 10 million. 6 million, you have to day one. So you say, I will 2 million, I will 4 million raise in the company. That's the construct of the round. 2 million is my opportunity cost because I would have been a partner at McKinsey now or whatever I was doing. Now, if I have 2 million in the bank, I don't have to worry about this. I'm not looking at my friends who continue to be partners and live vacations and buy big houses and so on. So, I want 2 million in the bank because then opportunity cost does not sway me. I can now swing for the fences and I have what is called fuck you money. Which I think is a very very, very American concept at its core but a very mm-hmm. helpful one. So, earlier and entrepreneurship is one lens for it. But the earlier you get to fuck you money, I think the faster it is. Because I just feel wealth is not so much about using it as much as it is about people knowing you can use it. So it's an option value of currency, not really the currency itself. Because I just feel that when you have it, hmm. things fall in place very quickly for you. If you don't have it, you always, always look like you lack leverage. So the earlier people get it, I think the more successful they will be with the rest, the post fuck you money part of their life as opposed to pre fuck you money part of their life. Is my broad view. I may be completely wrong. Because if you have a full generation of people who already have that wealth, then whether they will be productive or not itself is a question. Who knows? <laughs> but tell about your career. Yeah. Like I, I, You always kind of took career decisions. So for example, I know that you are one of the very few people who made the move from MCKC to McKinsey, went to ISB as a father of an 11th month old, or Devansh grew up as a baby at, at the ISB campus in 2006. And as a father there, Dean's Merit Lister and came back to McKinsey with more money than you had before you went. Just talk about how you, like, these are like unique circumstances because very different from the like the standard stereotype of people who come from the standard B school, IIT, this, that, who come to McKinsey. But you had a very different path. One that involved a court case and, uh, and yeah, so on. You know, as I said, post-factor, everything looks kind of very stitched up, right? But frankly, it was all very chaotic and struggle. Um, so let me tell you the most fun story is the McKinsey um, in- entry itself, uh-huh. the MCKC entry. So I was in Calcutta and uh, had done five, six years in Calcutta in the first period, first part of my life, uh, five, six different gigs. And I used to say that a rolling stone gathers no boss, <laughs> right? The only is I used to defend myself. Uh, toh, but I had no idea what I wanted to do. So McKinsey से एक वो Wednesday Times of India या Telegraph में किसी में एक Wednesday को इतना याद है मेरे को एक ascent बोल के आता था hard copy print जिसमें jobs आते थे correct तो MCKC ने उस समय एक public दिया था 
and i had applied because we had we were married for 2 years and we decided we like to move to delhi or bombay for opportunities me and sonia decided and sonia and shivani the same person shivani the real name sonia spetnin i don't have two wives yeah. um so mckc me apply kiya aur pata nahi kya hua kisi ne mujhe bol diya mckc na ek ek shipping company and one of the most terrible experience i had was earlier was as part of a export company where i was a dock in charge i used to stand on dock and get goods loaded and uploaded like ye kaam tha mera ek bar kar liya experience ke liye but lifelong to matlab shipping company jana hi nahi mereko so i didn't go so they called me for the interview i didn't show up i had no idea you have to trust me on this i had zero idea of what consulting is i had zero idea there's a company called mckinsey what it does what it doesn't do i mean to apply kiya tha delhi ka job tha isliye सिंपल इज दैट और अट्ठाईस हज़ार रुपये सैलरी थी इसलिए एम सी बहुत ज़्यादा थी तो हो गया अप्लाई कर दिया ठीक है नहीं आया और एक एक और कंपनी थी फॉरेक्स थी मेकलाई बोल के तो वहाँ पे अप्लाई किया तो वहाँ पे आ गया तो वहाँ पे एंगेजिंग थर्टी तो फॉरेक्स फॉरेक्स तो अच्छी चीज़ होती है तो उसमें इसमें जाएंगे मेट समबड़ी फ्रॉम आई टी डेली समबड़ी वन ऑफ माई फ्रेंड्स ब्रदर हुट कम डाउन तो सर क्या कर रहे हैं सर ये कर रहे हैं सोच रहे हैं एक वो कोई मिकिनजी कोई कंपनी थी उससे आया था मैं तो नहीं जाऊँगा He said, "Are you crazy? It's a number one company on our campus." I said, "Is it? I have no idea. Let me write again." So I called up uh, MCKC. I remember I said, "Ki acha, wo me aani paaya tha. Is the is the vacancy still open? Uh, I couldn't come earlier, but if you say now, I'll come." So he gave me a train ticket to come. Remember, right? <laughs> so I got a train ticket, took the Rajasthani, and on that same day I got got through. There were like series wow. of interviews. Same day I got through. So that's how I got in McKinsey. I had absolutely zero idea, right? That's incredible. and i think my learning has been that every time the worst question we ask people in the interviews is where do you see yourself say 5 years or 10 years later i cannot answer the question in in hindsight or for me at all i had no idea where i'd land up so none of this was planned in fact even isb was leo pushing me to do it i had no i had no desire to go to any b school Had you moved to the consultant path yeah, in yeah. McKinsey? Yeah, yeah, you already moved. I had already. Moved. But then they forced you to go. So I moved to the BA. Okay, you moved to the BA. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I moved to the BA, and then I was supposed to go there. And then Leo said, like, you should go. So I applied to Wharton, INSEAD, and ISB. I got through ISB. I had a Wharton waitlist and INSEAD admit. The reason I went to ISB, I had no money, right? And there were no foreign loans happening in that year because the post. 2002 crisis a lot of education loans were in default so it damn hard for a foreign student to get a loan wow so and mckinsey admit, was not able to sponsor mckinsey was sponsoring uh, isb ah. right uh, which they did uh, and i'm very grateful for uh, i think it's a firm which shaped everything i am today so that was the back story there that's why i went to isb Wow, that's incredible! And you you stay still close to the ISB circuit and yeah, like yeah, right. mentoring and teaching is yeah, important to you, right? Yeah, I I, I do teach, uh, I do, and I feel that every organization you have worked for more than four five years is like marriage, right? Whether you work for them at that point in time or not, it's sort of an integral part of who you are. Um, I think anything shorter than that is tough. But जहाँ पे भी तीन चार साल आपने लगा लिए, तो आपका part है. So I I'm very closely involved still. Wow, that's incredible. Um, let's come to let's come to your career choices, right? I think, um, and you le- you always left on a high, right? Because you left on a high, you went to Max, and you were my client. Uh, uh, a scary one um, <laughs> uh, for a while, and then even there, you went on to like become a chief operating officer at Max Healthcare, and 
then you kind of went to oh yo like always on a high end moves that outside in seem like when when you move to oh yo to be very honest don't make sense yeah not not no don't make sense i always felt that oh yo max i, I did not know too well i i got to know more uh, much later but oh yo always felt like uh, you know like like there was a young blood testosterone filled adrenaline filled execution heavy ruthless mercenary kind of business always in the papers you know had this maverick founder kind of changed the way hospitality is looked at in india and so on and you are a you know and i i always felt even when you joined that it was it was preparing for moving into the big leagues of public shareholding uh, even then i don't know whether it was in retrospect i always felt then that there is a certain um level of uh, thought that 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 came into in, into that which is beyond just the role and so on but uh, talk about like these moves that you made like leaving mckinsey yeah, and look, I, max I, so max leaving max was very simple uh, that time uh, max healthcare got sold to kkr and there was a natural point of inflection happening there uh, first of all you know max was 7 years great stint i still am the board of max india uh i just uh, love the culture that uh, was built in the group you have served the group so yes. you know that uh, what i mean it's just fantastic i think uh, how good a culture is built in that group right uh, i i think when i left i, I was about to leave I, I was thinking the following i had three three four classical choices one was to go into a p world to uh, go as ceo or next level at a listed company healthcare that was a choice uh, and an option clearly but i was i was 40 this was 2018 i was 44 i uh, getting to 44 uh, and i was very clear something is happening in the consumer tech world because it 20 15 16 not so clear but 2018 all of us were using uh, ola uber oyo airbnb zomato as part of daily life so it was really changing the way as a consumer i lived my life correct and i had no idea about this world at all right i had no clue i said if i go and continue to do what i'm doing i think it is a equivalent of using your fixed deposit to finance your current income <laughs> correct right it it's it's sort of like that that i know this very well and let's me keep using it to sort of build my future that's not how future at least not in my mind how it gets made because then you are not investing in yourself for the future and uh oyo or there were some other companies which i i thought of there is one very simple criteria are they large enough because i was hand on heart not ready to go into a series a b i had no idea of the world so i wanted a slightly larger company where i could think of settling in well and into that ecosystem right uh, and there were few company the only criteria was there was was there a track record of recruiting good people which i think ritesh had fantastically done well since early days abhinav came in maninder joined uh, and this stayed more importantly and is there a uh, is is there are there people i can work with right and both answers were yes and i think we got into this discussion they lasted several months uh, and i joined oyo and, and i think it's just the right choice because frankly um, through the opportunities i got at oyo right i am a very different individual today right in terms of skill set which have added on to what i knew rather than just kept using the fixed deposit Yeah. and i'll do that all over again if given a chance till i am no longer the capable to do it every time we meet um the 
the importance of family to you uh, is 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 very apparent in um, in the way you talk about them not only in the way you emote um, but also in the choices you have made around everyone living together um you know uh, making career choices that that keep you guys together um uh, and being generous to your family which is something which people say about you very very openly and um to a fault to a level right uh, talk about that like like is the fact that you had a brother who was 17 years older to you or the fact that you were raised by a family where a lot of that just kind of came in in the kind of career you have had how do you how do you balance how do you take those calls with your children or your parents or 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 your siblings yeah um, in in today's world first of all i think uh, i find this question rather embarrassing right because uh, all i i believe i have tried to do is to just do what one has to do right nothing more nothing less it's as simple as that jo karna hai wo karna hai usme itna usko bahut bada bana ke kar sakte hain karna hai to kar sakte hain right um but reflections from growing up i grew up in a very large joint family right where uh, i was raised by my as by my mom my dad but also my uh, bade papa badi mummy as you call them taaja taaji when i used to so where i used to sleep in which room was where i decided that day right as a child ki aaj upar sona hai bhaiya bhabhi ke sath aaj yahan sona hai aaj wahan sona hai tv dekhte the so jana hai there was no fixed place i i, I don't remember having till very late any fixed room to sleep in it was just wherever i felt like right and um i i think i i am i just like the fact of having people around me um and here the choices were more around as parents grew older i'll rather have them close to me and not worry about it right rather than always have this worry about where they are and what they are doing my 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 own parents still love calcutta so much they sometimes just will go down and just stick there and then i'll to keep pulling them back um but uh, the, the unique thing is probably you are asking for a fairly longish period of time uh, sonia's parents my parents all of us live together right uh, and we have lots of pets uh, we have two dogs two cats we have five foster cats plus on top of that so it's a bit of a zoo right uh, but i love it i think uh, it's a lot of care. So at one point i used to joke that agar koi ghar mein aake na baith gaya aise hi to bahut der tak koi notice nahi karega sochega ghar wala hi koi ho baitha hoga right uh, itni badi family hamari um but it's great for the kids actually it's, it's awesome uh, i don't remember locking our house ever for the last 10 years okay as, uh, you know rohit as we as we as we end this um, fascinating kind of uh, discussion about your journey both professional and personal i think as now you know devansh moves to the us for college uh, naina goes on to play golf and school and i think birds leave the nest at some point right um uh, for you where would you want to spend uh, your energy uh, and life is about energy management as they say more than time but where would you want to spend your energy um, sonia's business is one, one obvious answer but um, given you love teaching mentoring you in actively angel invest uh, people with your energy levels with your intellect um, perspective uh, have just too much to only do one thing you know like the days of just doing one job or you know doing one thing primarily is gone like that should be one of 10 things that you actually do uh, is my point of view it will be a kind of disservice to entrepreneurs and to um, the country at large if you are only focused on one or two things so what are those arrows in your 
Arsenal and where like what what excites you about the next 10 years for example yeah so shantanu i think um, not not a very dissimilar to what the last 5 years have been i'll say um, i think there's got to be something from a professional fund which keeps me completely immersed and excited right uh, and that's very important because i i think i draw my energy to do other things from there um so that's definitely there i think you you will see most likely uh, me engaged in something worthwhile let's put it this way and uh, how worth how good it is or bad is for the others to judge but full time uh, one like full, full time, full time yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely absolutely i i think i have gas in the tank left to do that for sure uh, so i always keep saying that wisdom and energy uh, are sort of when you have a lot of energy you have you start developing the wisdom and when you have lot of wisdom you have don't know energy sometimes and there's a very finite period in life in your both wow right uh, and you have to maximize that period i in in self reflection mode and with lots of humility i'll say i'm probably in that zone right uh, of of my capability set not in a, any absolute bar per se uh, so i'd like to maximize that for sure uh, and create something wonderful meaningful over the next 5 7 years wherever i am uh, equally i think li- i i don't think i can do that even happily or productively if my family life is not in balance if my relationships are not in order so time management is something i'm reasonably good at right? uh, you'll see a very similar pattern play out i don't think you'll see a very different version of me in the next 5 years as you've seen probably in the last 5 years um and that's not such a bad thing i think uh, okay. it's something which i've enjoyed doing it gives me happiness this balance i intend to keep it unless there's a reason to change it dramatically uh in terms of kids good part is we have two kids 8 years apart so while devansh goes away and which is very tough uh, especially in sonia i i think um, than me uh, i think more because i have been reconciled to that fact for a long time that at some point time he will go abroad and study i think she's still coming to terms with it uh but we have nana who's who's just 10 now and probably has another 7 8 years in the house before she goes uh, so yeah it's there uh, and who knows yeah we i won't put it past us to adopt another child at some point oh, really? if uh, the laws allow that are you uh, serious we've often toyed with the idea and uh, i think uh, half serious about it always uh, and i know when i'm half serious about something it often converts <laughs> um so yeah so i think uh, and and more importantly continue to invest in every relationship i do believe now no relationship is a fixed deposit which you can just keep forever and you continue whether it's your wife or your kids or your friends or your bosses or your colleagues it's continuous investment in the relationship which keeps it going and that's something i don't intend to change i i treat my even my marriage as fresh like i need to get up and be nice to her and make her breakfast and um do certain things which help her and makes her happy every single day of my life right only then it remains fresh otherwise we keep believing we know each other for x number of years doesn't work that way right wow um and the same is for like if i don't call you for two years you will say rohit hai par pata nahi kahan hai kya karta hai right uh, so waise nahi chalta hai so that's one thing i've noticed about you actually that's like if i reflect on our conversations it's for someone as busy as you whenever i have called you you have if you have not picked up you have called me back or you have picked up and when you have picked up or you have called me back you spoken for 45 50 minutes 
विच फॉर मी ऑलवेज लाइक अब ये बोलेगा कि आई हैव टू रन अब ये बोलेगा आई हैव टू रन एंड आई एम लाइक लाइक फॉर मी इट वॉज ऑलवेज ऑलवेज great time to get and of course when you meet socially and all of course you know that you have you have access to the person's audience uh but um, and even when i was talking to sonia like she said that just someone who is generous to a fault with his time so i think we are all better for it um and through today's conversation um i think all of us uh, just feel privileged to uh to 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 have you as uh, to be a, a part of your anti portfolio <laughs> by, by design but not by choice hopefully we can, we can change that but no more serious note i think just uh, thank you so much for sharing uh, being uh, the first person on 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 the barber shop and um, uh, today was a breath of fresh air for me uh, to get to know you at a much deeper level especially through conversations with sonia and uh, uh, and and uh, getting to know more about the stories behind the facts which we all always knew so thank you so much it's been yeah. a pleasure thank you so my my chances of getting invited to the karan johar show next to zero where's the anchor <laughs> <laughs> no you never know yeah you never but this is like that's a that's a poor baseline for the barber shop <laughs>